We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. Uh, Sitting there talking about one of our buddies getting out who really at first we didn't think was gonna get out. And then he did, he's finally getting out. He ended up staying in, I think it's like what, 12 years now. Yeah. I think it was 12 around there. Yeah. Something like 12. I think it's like 12, but we were talking about, Oh shit. I just fucked up my headphones. Damn tap headphones. Um, we were talking about how it was, it's just like where typo came from originally on Kinzer. Yeah. It's like super strict and it's traditionally how the most majority of the Marine Corps was like yeah. that, how, where typo came from in the Marine Corps, it's super strict. You don't, you don't mess with the rules. You don't try to toe the line. You don't do any of that. And then where I came from in the Marine Corps and where typo ended up in the Marine Corps, it was like, I learned from, well, I just kind of got thrown into a situation. I had a corporal above me that was this ghetto ass black dude from Atlanta and you didn't, you never met him, but he was no. this ghetto ass black dude from Atlanta, lied about what he did in Afghanistan constantly. And then everybody would tell me that he was lying about what he did in Afghanistan. Showed up to my room drunk all the time to bitch about the two other fucking female Marines that were in my fucking section. <laughs> Just that's all he did. He would be hammered. He'd show up to my fucking room on field day. I can't even remember his name, to be honest. I don't remember his last name or nothing, but he'd show up to the, I bet you Mike would. Mike would remember him. Um, pretty sure Mike hated him, probably because he was black. But uh, <laughs> that's besides the point. Um, he would show up to my room and he would like make shit up about my room being dirty just so he could sit. And then he'd just sit there and bitch about the two women in our unit uh, in my section. And then he was gone. Like, after, yeah, yeah, dude, they deserved it. Uh, every second of it, even if he was retarded. Um, and then after that, he left within like a month he left and he was gone and i didn't have an nco i had sergeant carrasco and he wasn't even my nco he was separate in our section nco we didn't have we didn't have another nco and there was like four or five of us and there were some guys on in guam (laughs) and they were all acting a fool in fucking guam and all of them none of them were ncos yeah, how so, they like, let all I was, the scumbags go to Guam? Because that's dude. all they had. That's all they had. <laughs> Everybody else was EASing. Everybody else was EASing, or uh, or well, that's it. Everybody else EAS while during while they were in Guam, and so I was just there with these fucking this dude that I beat the shit out of to make him take a shower in calm school, and then these two women, one of which got pregnant, didn't know the dad's name, even though just that he was a recon marine on Schwab 
And then the other one who everybody just called a mongoloid all the time because she acted <laughs> like a fucking mongoloid. And so like, and then it was just me and I'm kind of a leadership taker type of person. I hate sitting around and not doing shit. And so like, I just kind of made shit work as I fucking could. Cause I didn't have anybody in charge of me. And it's just such a weird fucking thing that that is able to happen in the Marine Corps. We were literally less than two hours away from each other yeah. on a bit on a, on an Island that's <clears throat> 3,500 miles away from, you know, where we're from, from the United States. Yeah. And we were two hours away from each other. And the way we grew up in the Marine Corps, completely fucking different. And then you fell right into place right when you got there. Yeah. Well, well that's what I like. I think we, tr- I think we kind of dumbed it down to like, that's where all like the generals were or was on my base. Yeah. And I think that's the difference, dude, is like on at the first unit I was at, it was like there was too much leadership like just too yeah. much everywhere and then when i get to like ninth esb okinawa there was just none <laughs> dude i can't i i didn't know that we had a base general at camp at uh at hansen i didn't know we did? had a base general yeah dude i had no idea i didn't know until like one of the final weeks i was in uh in japan when i had to check out of the base general's office and it was all the way at the other side of the base at the other entrance that nobody ever fucking used on the north side of the base there was a whole fucking building over there had no idea was there didn't know we had a base general didn't know shit about any of that yeah i never went on the other side ever no the only time i went on the other side was for the bar yes and it was on the north side of the base Yeah, technically, but it was, it was pretty like almost even. So it was like, that was as far as we went. We didn't even see like the other, like there was no point to go the other side no. of the base. I honestly. think we just drove through there to go to, uh, to get to some of the ranges. Like that was it. Yeah. Not like the, but just like on, on an op, which we didn't even do that many ops there. Yeah. Like we did some ops, I guess I we I did, did. I did, two. I did quite a few ops just separate from the unit. Yeah, I did quite like, a few with oh, EOD and oh. then with uh, like we went down to I went down to not Kinzer, but I went up north once for something. And then I went down south a couple of times. What's that? What was that beach base? I think it's an army base. It's like right there on the port. Ah, fuck. White, white beach or I don't remember. Yeah. There was there was one that we did there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was a weird fucking place. And I, the reason why we, we, I brought this up was because we were sitting there talking about our buddy and how he got away with fucking everything and did some gnarly ass shit while he was there. And it was typos like NCO at the time and, uh, and never got caught, but was super presentable, but he kind of got dropped into the same situation as I did where there was no one in charge of him. He just kind of got there as a Lance and then had to figure it out from there. And it's like, that's no way to grow up in the Marine Corps. Like it really isn't. No, not at all. Especially like there's actually in like two ways. Cause it's like putting a lot of pressure on like uh, some brand new person in the military for like no reason. And like from the military's perspective, it's like, he's not going to be the, I don't know, Marine you want him to be like, they're, I don't know how else to explain that. Oh, and you're and, not even going to give him like the, the respect of the position that he's in. Yes. Yeah. Because, 
because that position is usually held by an officer or a staff NCO or a senior NCO. So you're not even going to give them the respect that that person would normally get with the rank that they have, but you expect them to do all the things that those people would do. And it was just like, it was so mind blowing to me. And I think that's when I like lost my shit. Like after that, like, I remember like not eating and sleeping very well right at the beginning of my Marine Corps career. Cause I was just stressed. I was just stressed the fuck out. Cause I was like, I don't even, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't even know if I'm good at radios. Like we didn't, I didn't learn on any of these radios. I have to figure it out now. Talking to master sergeants and gunnery sergeants on other bases because I didn't have anybody to fucking figure anything out from. And I was just like, what the fuck? What the hell is happening here? I was like, is this how it's always going to be? And then I learned like, yeah, that's how it's always going to be. Because even when I did get a staff NCO, he didn't know anything. He had no idea. And then we got a gunny who's been on the drill field. And he was like, I've never touched any of these radios. So he didn't know anything. Yeah, and I was like, dude. yo, what the fuck is happening? What, why are these subject matter experts, not experts on anything? <laughs> yeah. And then, and but you kind of got lucky where you had an officer in Okinawa, at least an officer that became, that was really good and oh, yeah, cool. fucking dope as shit. And then a Sergeant who was a weird LARPer, but an awesome guy. <laughs> Yeah, like a very chill dude. Like the whole like be a marine side of it, he was like, "Fuck that," but he was like, "But do your job." <laughs> He's like, "If you mess that up, I'm gonna be really mad at you." And but that's what he had to do. I mean, but what sucks too is he was not like an intel guy and grew up in the intel field and became a sergeant. He was at the intel school at the same time I was, so he's like, yeah, because brand- he was a different job. Yeah, it was a brand. Yes, you. I forgot what it was. Maybe Motor T. I could be wrong about that. But I, wasn't wasn't he wasn't he a National Guard too, or not National Guard? But he was. Yeah, so he he, yeah, did, he was a reservist. He did two years as a reservist. Then he did like I don't know weird way, but he went active another two years of his contract. Yeah. I don't know how he did that, but he did it. Yeah, you can you can convert back. And then at the end of his contract, he lat moved into Intel, and so he was in the schoolhouse just as much as I was. So he's not like, yeah, he's a sergeant and like he's been through the Marine Corps as an experience and like how the Marine Corps works, but he didn't really know how like Intel stuff worked. And I he just, did the same I just thing. Think where that he was so important though. I just think that the experience, the the years of experience. Oh yeah. Just knowing how the system works and stuff, that yeah, that one hundred percent like that matters more, especially yeah. in the Marine Corps. Yeah. But it just sucked. But he had to do the same thing you did where you had to call around to other units and ask for help. And that's what he basically did because yeah. the unit that sent, like originally I was with third MLG uh, Intel or, Italian or whatever, something. I forgot what it was actually. It's been so long and I was only there five months, but we had a whole section, like a normal Marine Corps unit. Like there was a bunch of Lance corporals, a bunch of MNCOs, uh, staff NCOs, a couple officers wandering around and then our OIC and master, master guns. Yeah. All in Intel. It's like, so all their experience and those assholes, dude, when that, when ninth DSB asked for two replacement, they send the new Intel Sergeant, and me over to like just they just wanted to get rid of us dude i felt i don't I, they just wanted to pawn us off and and then they're like oh we'll <laughs> we'll help you anytime you guys need help and every time we called for help dude they were busy that's what their excuse was <laughs> oh we're too busy so they didn't even help us dude they just fucked us over and that's but he luckily he actually made really good friends with a lot of the guys at third intel battalion which was nice because yeah. they were on base 
So we would get hooked up with just like random stuff we maps. wanted or maps, <laughs> well, the maps too. Fucking and then maps all the time, but, maps. But, but they would let us come over and just like see what they're doing. And that would, that was like my only few times like dealing with like top secret stuff. Like you had to go to third <laughs> Intel battalion to go like, oh, so this is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so crazy. The Marine Corps, and this, this is why I always refer to it as the Twilight Zone. And you made the reference right before we started talking, but it was the twilight zone because you can have totally different experiences and being less than two hours away from each other. Like a guy on Miramar has a totally different and Miramar is in California for all those that don't know where the base is, but a guy on Miramar has a totally different experience than a guy in a grunt unit in, in Camp Pendleton. Or even our own like unit, dude, like yeah. our experience oh, yeah. in HNS company like, was vastly different than the experience of bulk fuelers, dude. Yes. They had or, it rough. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say same base where it's like radio com S6 and 9th ESB compared to 7th com uh, battalion on Camp Hansen right down the street from us. Like they can't, they'd come over or something like that. And they'd be like, it'd be like some corporal or sergeant. He's like, I need to talk to your, uh, your uh, staff NCO I see about some radios and things like that. And I was like, I'm right here. And I'm a yeah. fucking little Lance corporal. And he's like, no, 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 no. Funny. You should address me as Sergeant. And I was like, we don't do that here. I'm your guy. Like, what do you need? <laughs> you need some from, you need, you need crypto. Cause if you keep talking to me like that, you're not getting any crypto. And yeah. I was like, you're going to have to fill out these seven forms and then I'll give you some crypto. And, he, and then they'd be like, Oh shit. Like, and Oh, you're the only one here. And it's like, I'm not the only one here, but I'm the only one that knows how to do what you're talking about. And I don't have a staff NCO. And it would just blow their minds. Even inside our own battalion, people would do that. I people, know. Like, I know. At like fucking Alpha Company and Bravo Company when it got stood up and Bulk Fuel Company and all them, they'd be like, I need these radios by tomorrow. And I'm like, that's not the way this works, Gunny. And yeah. he's like, what? Gunny? <laughs> and yeah, it's like, mad. <laughs> yeah, it gets mad. And he's like, no, let me talk to your staff NCO. I was like, you can go talk to my lieutenant, but he's in a meeting till fucking one. I was like, I can get you some radios, but you're going to have to fill out this paperwork. And uh, I need six days to process everything uh, to get you like the proper loadouts and everything else for your radio. So it's programmed and I'll send you a radio operator too. And he's like, uh, uh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, bro. Like, what's up? Like, I'm sorry. I'm the guy that you have to talk to you. Yeah. Talk to I'm the asshole. Like I, and I'm going to play the asshole because it's the only way I can get you guys to fucking listen because then they just walk all over you. Oh yeah. Then that's when you, well, I mean, it probably, it probably happened to me a few times before I learned when I was early in the Marine Corps where like, cause a lot of people would come ask for like, you know, whatever from us an Intel brief, a, a fucking map, whatever they want from us. And you know, when you're like, in just a little old dude you don't you're like okay yeah i can do that and then it kind of like stacks on top of each other and you got to be able to manage yourself properly you can't just be a yes man to everyone it's got to like start laying down ground rules when you kind of figure that out real quick too because people will just come back and ask you for anything at any time they just expect you to do it what's up everyone let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor david day he offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24 7 for as little as a dollar a day when you're pulled over don't talk to the police shut the fuck up and call your attorney when a company screws you over don't try to call and fight them have your attorney write them a letter 
Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D-A-V-I-D-D-D-A-Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was a weird fucking place. And then, all right. So this, I think this is a good time. It's the week after Memorial Day, right? We're talking about this. It feels like forever since I've talked to you because no, dude. it's been, 10 well, days. I talked to you. Yeah, I know. I talked to you, I guess, briefly while you were at Childerberg. It was really, it looked like it was a fun time. So we, we can talk about Childerberg and Reno and that stuff. I don't really want to touch on Reno too much. We'll get into it later, but um, we'll touch on Reno and Childerberg and all that. But Memorial Day was last weekend. And that's always a weird time in the Marine Corps because everybody gets thanked for their service and all that yeah. stuff. And it's like, and then you guys, you have the guys that are like, Memorial Day's not for me. It's for the people that have fallen. They died for this. This is what Memorial's Day is about. And then you have the rest of us that are like, dude, nobody gives a fuck. If they died, like, they wouldn't want us to sit here and bitch and moan all fucking day. So we're going to go out and have a fucking cookout. You can either stop being a bitch on fucking Snapchat and Instagram. Because we still get discounts on Memorial Day, too. So we get yeah. Veterans Day and Memorial Day. And it's like, they're still using those days. They're still at Applebee's and Chili's, dude, getting that 15% off. Oh, yeah. They know it. Oh, yeah. And then they want to the thank you for your service, but not in the same way. And, yeah. I, and they always get mad at Happy Memorial Day, like, because yeah. you're saying Happy Memorial Day. And it's like, bro, suck my dick. It was like, yeah, I served yeah. out my contract. I finished this shit. I didn't die. I survived. <laughs> I survived. I don't give a damn. They died. They lost. I won. They lost. Why are we celebrating them? I did my shit. I don't get exactly, it. Exactly, dude. I, I came back for the government to tax me to death, okay? Yeah. I came back. They died. They got out of life scot-free. They died, and now they have a whole day memorializing them. It's literally called Memorial Day. It's memorializing them. They fucking died. I didn't. I won. What the fuck is this? there should be just be two veterans day like why are we doing (laughs) yeah they got out of their contract early that's fucking dishonorable that's a dishonorable discharge what the fuck is this yeah dude you gotta serve you gotta serve they should just uh they should get an award in the marine corps that you get a medal and it's like i just like i survived four years (laughs) you get a medal for every fucking thing else I know you get in metal literally for not getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's dude. That's so that's funny. That's a Marine Corps medal, though. Like that's a Marine Corps medal. Like everybody has their medals, you know. Like the Army has a little bit different yeah. medals than the Marine Corps. Air Force has a little bit different medals than the Air or than the Army, and but that's a Marine Corps medal. We will give you one if you go three years without getting in trouble. <laughs> you get you get a medal just for not getting in trouble for three years and you you little piece of shit i got you it got, dude <laughs> you got it and then got in trouble like like you got it you got it rated to you and then got njp like a week and a half later well it was more like a year but yeah close enough because i get forgot it i always forget years. that you have yeah i always forget that you had five years yeah always forget i was at the, i was in between my fourth and fifth year when i got it was my last year in the marine corps dude. i know <laughs> So shitty. <laughs> I, I just love I love that you're a lance corporal with a stripe 
or a, yeah, Lance Corporal with the stripe and a good good cookie medal. I know that I wanted to go to the ball so bad because of that because I would it it would just be so confusing to people like like how is this guy <laughs> because especially at Tank Battalion we got to like, explain that we got to explain it though. Yeah, got to okay, explain I'll, it because I'll there's explain. a lot of people that don't w- understand why that's funny. All right, first of all, I had 5 medals, which is not a lot and, and they weren't no. very impressive. But for a lot of people stateside, that's more than a, like most of them. They'll they'll ever get. Because we get one automatically from in Okinawa, and then I just happened to get one because I went to Korea. And then I had the good cookie. Now, the good cookie is like three years, you don't get in trouble, and you get it awarded. And um, so like that's always an indicator. Like if you see someone with, with higher rank, say they're a sergeant or even like a, a salty corporal, like they've been in pat, they're on their second contract generally, and you see them without a good cookie, you're like, oh, I know what uh, happened. I know, I know why he's a corporal and not a staff NCO or or, yeah. uh, or a sergeant right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be usually like a lot of time, and, it, and it'll be people. Usually, it happens when they're like young in the Marine Corps. That's when I you see most people get in trouble. So it's like lance corporals or pfcs or whatever that yeah that's trouble. the large majority <laughs> and that's the best time to get in trouble because it oh, doesn't affect yeah. your career as much but anyways so in the marine corps we have our blues that we wear and on after every four so every the longer you're in and the more shit you earn the basically you make your blues look better with your experience yeah. in the marine corps you get more shit on it you get to look cooler like you see like old officers in their uniform and it doesn't even look like the blues anymore it's Dude, like didn't some you have weird tux oh the whites thing. yeah the yeah. whites and uh, didn't you have blood stripes too because you had already become a corporal well I ha- yes but then i had to buy new pants because of that. oh you did so I, I wouldn't have had blood stripes anymore because like you have to be an nco for that so yeah like just like luke said you get like when you're an nco you get a blood stripe on your pants um you know you get more awards you have more medals and chest and ribbons and whatever but one thing that changes too is after every four years you get to put a new stripe on your blues and that signifies four years of service in the military or the marine corps <laughs> so like i got in trouble but i had a good cookie so i would have been a lance corporal with a good cookie and a stripe at my last ball like i would have looked like just weird if people would look it looks at weird right yeah. that's the thing it's not that it's like obviously that it can't happen because it did happen and it does happen but it's just the fact that it looks off because you usually get it at the beginning and mm-hmm. you don't get your good cookie mm-hmm. but if it happens at the end you usually don't have the uh stripe because you're getting out yes yes and it's like have a four-year contract generally because you have a four-year so you yeah. don't get the stripe because you're you're getting out before that so you were like just the fucking unicorn Yes. That had the good cookie with a stripe and being a Lance Corporal. It was so fucking. I just remember like when we were talking about that, we were like, only fucking you, dude. Like, only fucking you could do that. I know. And people would probably just assume I'm some Lance Corporal that I never picked up. Like, I just yeah. never, ever picked up. I think most you're a fucking were... machine gunner. Like, that would be, yeah. that would be even better because the gunner, like, machine gunners never pick up rank. But that would be even better if everybody just assumed you were a machine gunner, just like with your stature and size and the way you talk and everything. Like, they're just like, 
like everybody else in the Marine Corps just seeing you randomly, they're like, oh, he must be a machine gunner, like confused, <laughs> yeah, some, like something weird. Uh... They got they would instantly think an MOS that doesn't pick up. Like they'd be like, they try to yeah. figure out one, like who never picks up because that's who this guy is. And Intel's <laughs> actually pretty easy to pick up, pick up. Yeah. So like <laughs> they'd just be so, just so crazy. When I saw them, because they they kind of they were kind of wishy-washy on if I could go or not because they like I was in trouble, but they were. I like, know because I was supposed to go with yeah, you. Yeah, you were gonna come. I had an. I was I, gonna be your date. Yeah, I had a girl coming too. I was bringing both of my bitches too. <laughs> you swing both ways, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was suck, dude, because it was gonna be a good one, and it was in Vegas. I think it was. I think it was, it was your Paris la- yeah. again too. Yeah, I think it was your last one too. Yeah, it was my very last Marine. It's like the only, it was one of the things I actually looked for. I liked it. It was such a lot of fun hanging out. And In Vegas, it was fun. In Vegas, yeah. it was fun. Everywhere else sucked dick. Yeah. Our, yeah, actually, Okinawa was terrible. Okinawa was trash. <laughs> Okinawa, Okinawa was trash because all the docs would dress up as women afterwards, and that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, it's not weird. It's Pride Month. It's okay now. Yes, this month, it is. it is okay. We, this is this is the, the uh, number one um, gay and lesbian veteran podcast. This is that's what this is now for this. Yeah, month. we we're taking a very brave stance, and Luke changed, <laughs> Luke changed all of our profile pictures on social media to rainbow colors, and it's probably the bravest thing I've ever seen Luke done. He you're, should be goddamn right. Yeah, it, thank me for my medal. service. I mean, thank me you guys it. should be honored. Especially, especially like now dude i mean if you were doing in this, this in this economy in this economy <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah dude i don't know uh, the marine corps ball in vegas is fun as shit because then for the most part you get in anywhere you want they just let you in because it looks good for the bar and everybody's like oh thank you well they thank you for your service but they want to buy you drinks and you're like yeah. fucking bet let's yes, go that's dude. one thing that i will never turn down for free you give me you want to thank me for my service and give me alcohol i'll fucking fillet you all night long like yeah let's go i remember leaving the because i don't know i hung around probably like 30 minutes after the ceremony and then i left but yeah my my last ball that i actually went to and it was like weird because me and Jake, we walked right out of the ball and we were like, all right, what bar do we want to go to? And he knew exactly what bar he wanted to go to, dude. Toby Keith. That's where we're going. So he wanted to, I'm like, all right, cool, dude. I'll go you can't, to you can't pick a better bar as a Marine uh, yeah. during the yeah. bar. Dude, he wanted like, to go what? to the There's, Toby Keith that's bar. Smart. You know that's Jake, smart. Dude. He's thinking, bro. He's thinking 10 steps ahead of everybody. Yes. Yeah. And there, and it was funny too because like our ball was like on a – like a Tuesday or a Thursday yeah. or something. So like, don't be wrong. There's still... always on a, it's always on a Thursday. I think. Yeah. It's probably because it's cheaper for the Marine Corps to like, yeah. rent out the rooms and stuff. Um, But so we left and probably like a minute at, we're not even out of the casino that we're in. Uh, someone walks up to us and is like, I want to thank you for your service. And you know what? I'm going to buy you a drink right now. <laughs> and they're, and they're like, what do you drink? And Borahal, I forgot, dude. He always, I think it was like Southern Comfort or something. He's like, I yeah, want a shot of Southern, got... like some, some like 
the redneck whiskey or bourbon. He, oh, I think he was a bourbon guy. I can't remember. But it was I think always, it was SoCo. He'd always drink like SoCo and Cokes or SoCo. Maybe just right, straight yeah. as a shot. I'm pretty sure it was SoCo. Because he was like, right. this is this is this is a a good old boy yeah. drink or something like that dude, he, he was like, like a, yeah dude he was like a good old boy like 80s loving american like he would Fuck be him. the pride and joy in the 80s he loved the 80s that's all he listened to it's all we had got to listen to was freaking 80s music but this guy so he like immediately was like yeah i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> But it was just so crazy that we was like, like right when we walked out, someone's like, "Yeah, let's buy you a shot." I'm like Jesus, yeah. yeah we always had. Sure. I I remember walking down the strip and watching like some dude because I was with it was me and then like a couple like it, like I was single, and so it was me and my buddy and his wife, and we were all hanging out going down the strip, and we had taken off our covers because I'm like Fetty, I'm not fucking Fetty walking. Wop. Yeah, Fetty Wap because she had two. Two different colored eyes, so we called her yeah. Fetty Wap all the time. <laughs> <laughs> JT thought that shit was hilarious. Um, but yeah, we called his wife Fetty Wap. So it was me, JT, and Fetty Wap more walking. And she's this like little tiny white girl, too. I know. It's so fucking <laughs> funny, dude. But we called her Fetty Wap, Fetty Wap Wap. And we were walking down the strip and we had our covers off because it was like, dude, these things fucking hurt after a while. And I don't give a shit. I'm drunk in. I'm getting drunk in Vegas. Oh my god! The yeah. ball is over, and then you have random ass fucking old Marines that are walking around, and they're not old, but they're like Iraq vets or OEF vets or you know whatever, and they want to fucking tell you you can't be outside with a fucking with your cover off, and it's like, dude, I don't give a fuck. You're not in charge of me. Yeah, and they told they told us at our ball we didn't have to wear them outside because. Mm-hmm people would just leave them or lose them yeah so so they were like and they're expensive they are expensive dude they are especially if you because like get the nice one in boot camp they want you make yours basically yeah it's like the cloth one yeah Yeah, it's the cloth cloth one dude those things suck so you get the like nice stretched out leather Leather. one to like look good and those are like 70 80 bucks or something like that and so like yeah, you don't want to lose those things. But yeah, I don't I don't know exactly why our unit was cool with it because usually they're kind of strict about other things like that stuff with uniforms. But they were like, yeah, you don't have to. And it was so annoying being outside and then just some douchebag being like, "Where's your copper marine?" <laughs> You're like, dude, like are you suck my in? dick, bro. Here, take yeah, some like... change, dude. Sorry, you can get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Where's your leg, bro? Where's your fucking leg, huh? Huh? What about that? You want to know where my cover is? Where's your fucking two legs, bro? Get out. Come walk. Come come get me, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you lost something. Ah, oh, dude, it was so annoying. I hated those people. <laughs> those people were annoying as fuck. But yeah, that's, that's fucking what I think about Memorial Day. Memorial Day was fucking chill. I had a good time at the wedding. Um uh yeah it was california wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be thought we weren't going to be able to do shit but seems like a lot of people there are kind of over well at least the people that i was around went to some little dive bar after the wedding uh, a lot of people and nobody was in a mask and for the most part i didn't see masks anywhere but oh, yeah, i just saw that california they're, yeah, 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 yeah yeah i just saw that they're like reinstating a mask mandate in california so it sucks to be them. <laughs> like let's see how let's see how well that goes over like i don't know everybody that i talked to there while they were in california they're like yeah we don't fucking do that 
Do they live in like the coast side? Yeah, they live on the coast. The okay. two people that my cousin and her husband now that got married, they live on the coast. They live in San Diego, I think, because she went to San Diego State University. She's crazy okay. fucking smart, smarter than uh, everybody else in my family. Um, she's crazy smart. Now she wants to be a teacher. So I told her she's not as smart anymore. She loses IQ points for that. Um, <laughs> she thought that was funny. But she was going to be like, originally, she was going to be like some fucking STEM field rocket science major fucking working for nasa or elon some musk or some shit. Job. yeah some really fucking crazy shit and she actually had the credits to like graduate with that and i think she got a degree in that but she also just decided she wanted to be a teacher but whatever she wants to be like i don't know i don't know but she's it was a good wedding it was fucking chill i'm sad i missed childerberg um but I told it was a good was gonna, time, at least. I told everyone that asked, because there's a few people that asked, oh, where's your, where's your, well, they would ask me is like, where's your counterpart? Where's your other half? And I was like, oh, uh, it's not here, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, I, I told them I'd drag you to Childeberg, even if, even if there was a fire. <laughs> yeah, I, to- <laughs> I told everybody at the wedding, I was like, I don't care what happens next year. I don't care who dies. I don't care. Who gets married? I don't care. I don't. I don't care what it is. I'm not. I'm not going. It's Memorial Day weekend. I'm going on this camping trip. I've said it every year, and you guys have drugged me into doing something every year. So I'm going. I'm going to Childerberg, and that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be at Childerberg Memorial Day next year, even even if the United States fails before then. I will be in the area of Childerberg. You'll be visiting um, the country of Texas. <laughs> yeah. I'll be fending off the zombies um in the wilderness of uh wh- where's it at? Like just northwest it's of it's Dallas. like uh what yeah Fort a Worth. little south of Dallas, west of Austin. Okay. So yeah, I'll be there. Zombie apocalypse or not, I'll be there. Hanging Mulsh- out. Moleshoe Recreational Center, I think is what yeah. the campground is. But was it a good time? Yeah, fun. Yeah, man, it was a really good time. Uh, me and my dad drove down there. It was a thirteen-hour drive. Well, it was actually kind of it was longer, I would say, to, for us to get down there, just because probably because of traffic. There was a lot yeah. more traffic on Friday than I expected. Fr- Thursday and Friday than I expected. But me and my dad made it down. We uh, met up with Jake, got our campsite, and how many people so we, ended up at our campsite? At the smoke pit. Uh, well, campsite. let's see. There was probably like, I'm going to go on a limb and say like 15 or 16 people were actually camping there. Like they actually oh, were dope. camping at the site. Um, and then, well, also, <laughs> also Jake has told me that like, I just asked people if they want to be in the smoke pit and sent them your way. And I'm like, okay, so you're, <laughs> you're sending the scum over here. <laughs> He's like, we can't have these people at the main yeah. area. We're going to send them over there. Yeah. Any, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just send the homeless people over here. But, uh, <laughs> but no, uh, I think actually like 50, some people like that, like, I don't even know. So there was just some people that I didn't really know that were in the, in the campsite and they just sent them over, dude. <laughs> some guy, <laughs> some guy rolled up with a truck and a trailer and he was like selling plants and that guy, I, his name was Mike. And he actually has a podcast of like the easy peasy podcast. <laughs> oh shit. Really? Yeah. Um, That's yeah, funny. 
Uh, yeah, and but yeah, so we get there. Um, there's a few people already there. Um, Anarchy and Waits on Twitter, he was there. He came all the way from California and drove like 36 hours by himself. Fuck that, dude. I told I told my girlfriend, I was like, or my boyfriend, because it's Pride Month, so I have to be gay. I told told my boyfriend that I'm just going to fly there and uh, bring all my camping stuff with me and just make somebody pick me up because fuck drive. I'm not driving 13 hours to, to Texas again. That's too much. Yeah. B, BR drove from Arizona and, but he had like a whole crew with him. He brought there. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe people. I'll go with BR. Was he staying with you guys or was he on the uh, main he, side? No, he was like adjacent to us. Like not How big as this area. Like, is it fucking huge? I mean, there's, yeah. Like, were you camp- far? The campground was, no, we were like, so right when you get to get into the area, our campsite was like pretty close to the entrance. Okay. Well, I meant from like where car and bird and they're doing all their stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. We were on the, they were, we were on the other side, but honestly, like the T or TLE camp was, was probably like halfway. Like there, there was Mm -hmm. much more and it was probably like a good, I don't know, eight minute walk from my camp to. Oh, that's not too bad. It's not bad, no. I thought it was I thought you were gonna say something worse. <laughs> oh no. I mean it's not a bad walk and it I mean it, it was not that far, but it went much farther. I never even made it down all that way. It, there's so much. Like how many like, people showed walking. up this year, do you think? Oh man. I mean I don't know. I think all the campsites were taken up. I would probably say like three 200 300 maybe and then there was even more people at the like actual events because some people just show up for the events yeah there was a decent amount of people there the groups were a lot bigger it was just a lot more spread out this year just probably because there's more people so everyone kind of like had their own like site and stuff but so it just felt like it was about the same but then like i think we got there friday night and friday night felt like a saturday night last year because Friday was like the early night, like everyone getting in early because it doesn't yeah. really start till Saturday. And Friday night felt like, holy crap, there's already a lot of people here, dude. And <laughs> there's people showing up at like 2 a.m. Um, Spirit of Resistance showed up at like 10 p.m. and parked his car. And he's like, I'm just going to start drinking. I'll sleep in my car tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that giant fucking motherfucker. Where's he living at now? What what state Kentucky, is he in? Dude, he lives in he's Kentucky. in Kentucky? Yeah. 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 That's what well, it was actually cool because... So me and my dad set up our tent and then it had like kind of like a little bit of like shade that came out and then uh spirit of resistance set up a canopy and we put a tarp in between them. Our t- my oh, nice. tent. So there was just like this big shade and which was really nice because there was no rain at all this, this time. It was just yeah. heat and it was really, it get, it was, I mean, it felt like I was back in Arizona, not like Arizona <laughs> summer, but like the Arizona end of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> But that was probably cool. like Arizona right now. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Got to there's a lot of people like uh, Pogue from our Discord. He showed up again. Oh yeah, um, he's cool. Uh, Sassy was there. Um, Sassy Radus. Yes, he's a good guy too. Yeah, he was there again. Let's see. I met uh, Walt from the Embrace the Suck. Um, hey, he, he actually gave me a hat. <clears throat> Yeah, it's Walt. Well, he goes by Steve now. He's this is I guess that's his real name. And he said he's he's open about it. But I was like, no, nah, it's Walt, dude. 
Yeah, you you're Walt, bro. You can't change halfway through. Steve. We couldn't, we couldn't remember it before. I'm not going to remember Steve now that I know Walt. <laughs> exactly. And for the longest time, I thought you were Treegy. I'll be honest with you. I was like, <laughs> yeah, because of his fucking... <laughs> yeah, don't bring Treegy back. I was like, is that Treegy? <laughs> and then you but... thought he was just burning boots because of his profile yep. picture. Yep, then I thought he was burning boots. Like, I fell for all the like, pictures he changed. Um... Gavin and Freddie were there again. Um, Hell yeah, those dudes are dope. Um, let me think. Uh, JM, he's on our Instagram. He came out. That was cool to meet him. Um, BR was there, and he brought his girlfriend. And then I don't really amazing I, people. Yeah, amazing there's people. A, yeah, there's some people that told me your names, and I don't know if I should say them on here. So I'm just gonna. Okay. There's a, there's a guy <laughs> on Thai. I think it's like Ty Liberty on Instagram and he had one of our shirts on dude. And I was like, what's oh, up? That's dude? fucking cool. Yeah, dude. It was dope. So did Anarchy and Waits. He had one of our shirts too. That was cool. Anarchy and Waits is a fucking boss. He always tags our shit on Twitter. Yeah, he's cool. And yeah, I got, got to meet him. He does. He, he practices Anarchy and Waits, dude. He's pretty jacked. <laughs> 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 the, the name is fitting. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, the, and all the events were cool and everything, but I just really liked uh, just like chilling in our little smoke pit area because probably mainly because of the shade, we had a lot of people hanging out in our like little <laughs> spot. And I honestly think it's mainly people who are just trying to get in the, out of the sun. <laughs> well, like we don't give a fuck about you guys, but uh, you guys have yeah. shade, so. Yeah, it was a good time. I met Jaron again. He was there. Um, and Anker, I met his brother. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah anchor wasn't there there. yeah he was there he was there last year too um nick ashley bird um car uh cody from agora brewing my dad bought some uh what is it i heard your dad gave nick ashley a blowjob this is this is fact dude um but my dad met nick ashley's dad that was pretty funny <laughs> dude i love that your dad went how'd your what's your dad's review of childerberg what was well, that like for him? he loved it but he's a very sociable person so he could like just he's like walking yeah. with random groups and talking to him it's his thing but he's like, I'm very, typo's dad do you guys know him he runs biting the bullet and they're like no dude you yeah. don't know what the fuck you're talking about yeah, yeah well yeah he's like i well, also have a podcast well <laughs> he was like, getting annoyed he was getting annoyed because he was being called Typo's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. But no, he had a good Craig time. With a K. He brought his bike, which was a good call. It was easier for him to get around and everything with his bum leg. But no, dude, he was in at all the events. He was keeping up with everybody. He took one nap and that was it during the day. One day. Oh, good for him. But no, probably, probably a good idea. Cause I was pretty tired that day. <laughs> um, <laughs> But no, he he was there some breakfast and hung was out. Was there as many um, drugs at this one as there was at the last one? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. There was. It was. How'd your dad feel about that? That's what I want to know. Uh, I don't think he really cared. It didn't really bother him. That's good. That's good. Yeah. He's growing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but no, we yeah we just hung out mainly just hung out in the camp a lot. 
it was a lot of fun. I got to talk and I got to meet new people this year. Saw some old faces from last year. It was a good time. That's cool. Um, the only other thing that happened over the weekend was Reno, the Libertarian fucking national convention. Mises caucus swept. Angela McArdle is your new um, SS <laughs> member in charge. I mean, uh, you're fuck it. No, I'm just kidding. Angela no, McArdle's cool. We well, had her on the that, podcast. Yeah, it's Pride Month, so they're Nazis now, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I, well I, sh- I feel like i have to hate them anyways just because they're under the handle lp national so the yeah. Mises caucus just became the dark side i don't know i don't I, is that just me just me yeah i don't know it is it is pretty weird because like we spent like all like our time has been like we were like okay let's follow the libertarian party and then it's like okay these guys in the libertarian party suck you know like yeah. i'm just so used to clowning on them all the time and you know like i don't know like i kind of have an idea of what the mises caucus wants to do we've had him on our show we've talked to him a few times and like we think we have a pretty good idea but i'm just so used to hating on the libertarian party (laughs) it's like but i feel like i have to it doesn't matter if it's the mises caucus in charge yeah it's like it's like i feel like i must make fun of these people for what they did (laughs) yeah i think it's cool people yeah i think it's cool that todd one uh todd Chab- H- i can't say his fucking last name um todd hajopian i think that's how you say it uh oh, the libertarian tr- in chief on t- twitter right yeah yeah he uh he won treasurer yeah and he's like i want to run it like a business let's make it money let's make it make money and i think that's the right way to go about it because if it's profitable that means people like it if people like it that means it's doing yeah. the will of the people you know kind of thing so we'll see how that goes. Like, it'll be interesting to watch. To be honest, like I've said before, I don't expect much, much out of it. Like, I just don't. Like, I hope it, I think they need to announce who the president-elect and vice president-elect is going to be as early as possible. Like, last week, they needed to announce it right after they won. Yeah. Um, just because I think that's the only way that you can gain traction through these, what, next two and a half years yeah ish what year is it 2020 so two years i think i think you need to announce it and the people need to go full bore in and just start getting on any and anything and everything that they can and i think there's actually... like laws stopping that though is there like, yeah I don't, I don't i mean i don't know if that's why but um donald like donald trump can't even announce that he's running for president even though it's obvious that he is because there's like some law saying that you can't do it until like a certain time frame before the election that's stupid yeah more bureaucracy bullshit well if that's the case then all right fine whatever i'll let them i won't use that as a criticism against them but you know like i just think uh i think the earlier the better and We'll see what they do. Uh, I know they posted today about them having the handle and everything and how this is the home of Ron Paul libertarians and Lou Rockwell libertarians and Mises and Rothbard libertarians. And there's a large exodus of people leaving the libertarian party. And that's kind of interesting to me. Um, Not unexpected um, because most of these people were fucking pussies and they're not libertarians. They're the same ones equating, um, Twitter posts as violence. Uh, you know, they're the people that uh, get mad about words instead of, you know, the government letting uh, what 18 kids die in a classroom and saying that we need to take away guns and then call themselves libertarians. Um, you know, it's just like, all right, bet. Like, let's see what happens. Like, I'm, I'm 
legitimately interested in at least following now where before I didn't give a fuck what the LP did, like the national LP, at least even really the state LP. I was kind of like, whatever, I don't really care, but it seemed like it was an overwhelming victory for the Mises caucus and Nick Sarwak looked like a bitch again. So that's always a good thing in my book. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really give a fuck. Like you just look like a giant fucking pussy again. And that's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I really like, I mean, we've, we've, if we talked to anyone that was in the libertarian party, they were always from the Mises caucus and we always really yeah. liked those guys and get along with them pretty well. Um, right. And that's, that's kind of how I perceive it. It's like, you know, a lot of people don't like going through the political systems, not the right way. Well, Maybe it's not the right way, but they're doing it anyways. At least be good at it, you know, or at least have yeah. some sort of bold messaging. And I don't know if we're going like, you know, if I'm a socialist and I want socialist ideas, like if we're going to have a green party, but I'm not political, I'd rather have a good green party that spreads socialist ideas. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's the way, it's same, the same, way I, I, same way I feel about it. And who knows? I mean, you know, Donald Trump got elected. That's pretty crazy. And with the new age and technology and how like people communicate, like we don't look at the old, like everyone uses online now. So that's like a different advantage that libertarians had before. So maybe they take a long shot and do something crazy, but I don't know. I, I like it. And that's all I really got to say, honestly. Yeah. We need a, we need to get Jeremy Kaufman out. That's, that's what I have to say about it. Yeah. I yeah, want to get Jeremy Kaufman on to just why, why this? Month? Oh yeah. Because why 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 because war is gay pride month. and because war is gay war oh is yeah gay. his whole fucking his whole yeah. fucking uh commercial yeah about making the military gay <laughs> yeah war gay. i love it yeah dude we need to get him on this month we need to fucking hit him up after this episode because that shit yes. would be hilarious yes. um what else what else did we miss over the last 10 days since i talked to you i feel like a lot of shit has happened there's been like 17 you know mass shooter events since the last yeah. time we talked i feel like they uh, happen like every day it's like but it's like after were, one happens yeah it's after like a major one happens like that one in texas happened um then like i feel like they just report every like every that every mass shooting just gets reported on and it'll be, yeah and but they didn't report the you know 79 dead in chicago over the weekend yeah they won't talk about that shit, <laughs> those aren't mass fit. shooters yes it was all it was all pistol deaths too they're shooting that, sideways pushing the bullet out the gun that's not yeah that's not <laughs> that's not mass shooters dude that's just their culture okay luke <laughs> That's being racist, Luke. How dare you? <laughs> did you uh, did you see the uh, Brooklyn Nets fucking um, Pride Month picture? Uh, <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> okay, you. Uh, I wonder if I can pull it up. I don't know if my computer is going to let me pull it up because my computer gets a little fucky. So I'll try to pull it up while we're fucking talking. But uh, Reed posted it and quote tweeted it and i quote tweeted it too and we both had the same exact thought and we thought it looked like the emergency standby broadcast oh um, picture. okay i did see that i actually i actually did see that but i didn't realize that was the brooklyn nets <laughs> did not realize yeah that. it wasn't really their logo but it was their pride um tweet like their pride month tweet do we have to talk about the marine corps one too <laughs> Yes. Yes. Go ahead and talk about that while I pull it up. Okay, Tell so everybody Marine, what happened with that. So the Marine Corps did a pride tweet and it was bad. 
<laughs> like it, it so it's so crazy too because they use that that picture from um it's basically it can remind me of the full metal jacket cover where it's that helmet that joker wears and i think it says peace on it and they basically took that which is weird because it's an anti-war movie which is funny that's been ingrained <laughs> in marine culture somehow do you want me um, to find it i'll find it after after i show the brooklyn that's one i just found okay the brooklyn that's one. yeah yeah, we got to pull right. that up when we're done. Let's see. Yeah, here we go. Share. Look at that. Look at that shit, dude. What is that? <laughs> Can you see it? Yeah. Look at that dude. fucking shit. If you can't dude, see it. circle? I don't know. Dude, there was actually people that are like, a lot of this is made up. Like, there's, there's a lot of this in here that they're not. I mean, I only see, you know, a grayscale. So I don't know if there's multiple colors in this or not. Um <laughs> <laughs> i just see different different shades of gray uh probably 50 of them if i had mm-hmm. to guess but uh there's just 50 shades of gray on this thing for me but it looks insane it looks like a. it looks like somebody was just like i'm pretty sure somebody can draw a nazi symbol out of this somewhere like i'm pretty sure you can find the angles to make a swastika here or maybe a um, hammer and sickle in there somewhere. yeah yeah i bet you yeah it's wild can't believe that's a fucking thing um that's fake i don't believe it there's no way that's actually real yeah Just it wouldn't saying. surprise me if like the internet made up a bunch of like pride flags and then like screeched at these companies to put it in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah right let's see i'll pull up the marine corps one right now but yes, it's totally a Vietnam era helmet. Um, here it is right here. Vietnam era helmet. Fucking proud to serve with uh, <laughs> Crayola colored fucking bullet tips. Dude, see, you. it's so weird because there's like two things that you can do. Like the bullet represents one for every like LGBTQ member, you know, like they're about yeah. to go execute each one. <laughs> <laughs> And then they're like the purples are dying first today. And then yeah, and then the biggest <laughs> thing was that like it it was like crowns, like the of all the <laughs> you can just change like oh, there was pictures that people changed them to like Crayola, and it was pretty funny. But I'll read the uh, I'm gonna read like so throughout. This is what the Marine Corps tweeted throughout June. The USMC takes pro hashtag pride in recognizing and honoring the contributions of our LGBTQ service members. We remain committed to fostering an environment free from discrimination. (laughs) Okay. And defend the values of treating all equally with dignity and respect. Dude, that never happens. (laughs) The Marine Corps does not treat you with with like fostering an environment free from discrimination dude i don't i think there's discrimination every day in the marine corps dude <laughs> yeah that's i mean that's like the marine corps mo and then the treating all equally that's unheard of that's not if you even <laughs> bring that up in the marine corps you'll probably get hazed <laughs> oh absolutely they're like oh you want to be treated equal you are all green Oh my God. Yeah. But there was a lot of these corporations that, I mean, we all know it's coming. They make memes about it. Like you start seeing memes in May about like, here comes June and it's a tornado in the background, like of all the corporate like symbols they put up on their profile pictures. They get ridiculous with it, dude. 
And we were playing Apex Legends the other day, and they have to tell us not to be, not to discriminate against gay people. Yep. And well, it was like what we were talked about before, where they did the whole uh, Asian Asian month and or stop Asian hate, and we're yes. like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, like, the Asian hate thing was probably the weirdest one to me. Because it's like, when do you ever hear about Asians getting, like, attacked? Well, and they were getting attacked by black dudes. Like, yeah, the what, LA like, riots, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, like, it wasn't even that. It was, yeah. like, when they the whole Asian hate thing, it was, like, some fucking Asian people got their shit jumped by some black guys. Yeah. And, and it's like, like... I think there's a couple of videos of, like, women getting hit, like, randomly on the street or something like that. Like, Asian yeah. women. And it was and like, it was yo, this guy. isn't... I know. They're like... And, and that's the... All right, so that's the problem with the the corporate media, right? It's like they just post up a headline and with the way that society is right now, it's you're automatically associating it with white people, right? Yes. <laughs> like yes. especially with stop Asian hate, it's like shit, I know who fucked over Asians a lot. They they built these motherfucking railroads. Like yeah. Yeah, I know I know who made them build those railroads for fucking 1 cent a day. It was the white people. So stop Asian hate. The white people must be yeah. getting racist again. And it's like, and that's the other thing with Pride Month. They added uh, like a brown color in there for people of color and stuff like that. And it's like, bro, what I understand. <laughs> I Well, and it's just like, I understand. Well, it's just for people of color. It's not even for like a gay lesbian thing. It's just, you know, people that have been subjugated by the white man at some point in time. And it's like, I don't know how to tell you all this, but go to the ghetto as a gay black man and tell me how you're treated and then go to the white area of town with all the money as a gay black man and tell me how you're treated and then get back to me and tell me who treated you better like i'm just saying like i grew up i grew up like that i i know that i got jumped i wasn't even gay i'm a little gay but I, I'm not this even that gay. Yeah, this month I'm super gay. Uh, but like, I wasn't even gay at that time. I didn't know that how gay I was. I didn't. I didn't join the Marine Corps yet, and uh, so I didn't even know how I, that I was gay. <laughs> and my parents were gay, so I was gay by association. Yeah. And then I just got my ass beat all the time because of it. <laughs> <laughs> so so like you go ahead those go damn fuck. white people right luke that, that yeah, jumped yeah the, the white people jumped me <laughs> yeah i went to a school that was i think it was 60 percent mexican uh 30 black and like uh and then the rest was spread out against you know white people there was like five white people in my school and there was like 10 asians and they were all like magna cum laude and shit like that. And then we had Asians just generally re- like referred to at that school because, I mean, the principal was, you know, ignorant as shit, too. Like they weren't even they didn't even understand the difference between races. But our principal and our dean, they were they were ghetto. Like that's that's where my school was. Like even our principal was fucking ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, yeah, Asians. He said Asians one time. And what he meant was everybody that was that spoke like that kind of dialect, you know? Oh, yeah. uh, so it was like Indians, <laughs> fucking Koreans, 
Um, I guess you could reference, I don't, I don't know. I've never heard an Indian called Asian. Like India is like its own continent, basically. I, like I get it. It's part of Asia. Yeah. And yeah. it's probably acceptable to refer to that as Asian. But when they answer the fucking question on the goddamn school sheet, they don't put Asians, they put Indian and not yeah. native, not feather, but red dot. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, it was, it was just wild. Um, my, that school was a wild fucking place. And then I went to the other school that was the ghetto school in a white district. And that was a wild place too. But I, I'm just saying like people of color, that culture that you want to yeah. talk about all the time, is not as accepting yeah. as you think it is or how they act it is. Yeah. Well, and then, and then you start, you can kind of get into the weeds of this a little bit too, and be like, like, you know, a, a lot of Muslim countries, let's just say, aren't the biggest fans. Yeah, I don't see Nike changing their fucking... Yeah, uh, exactly. Their, yeah. their Saudi Arabia Nike Twitter account to fucking gay pride. And just the American one. And when, like, you know, like, the Marine Corps attaches itself to, like, the pride movement. Well, I'll just tell you right now, Asians don't really like the Marine Corps either. Or Muslims don't really <laughs> like the Marine Corps either. Probably Asians, too. <laughs> yeah. And when they you combine that, and now you're like, you know, there's like people printing like rainbow flags on like bombs and stuff. And it's like, well, okay, but now, like, what do you think some husband is going to think when he's digging through the rubble looking for his wife and he finds a shrapnel <laughs> with the gay flag on it? It's like, Dude, I just, I want, I, I want it to go on our shoulder. Like, you know how the army has the American flag on their shoulder? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I want it to end up but, sewn into the Marine Corps shoulder. You know how they, point. I forgot who they were, but the ones that got labeled in the Marine Corps with the red tag on yeah, their uniform. Yeah, the, 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 the ones with AIDS. Yeah, yeah, that's what we said. I still don't even remember. Like <laughs> They're, the they're logistics guys. They're like logistics yeah. guys. I think, I think they said flight line, maybe. I think it's like flight line logistics. Yeah, it's something. It's but like a specialized logistics. The joke was always like, "Oh, they got AIDS. They're the gay ones and stuff." And it's like, "Well, yeah. we need to actually identify." And it was the always like ones. really. It was like always really like dark black dudes. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> like, it, it sounds bad, but that's what it was. Like, at least in our unit and both units that I were in, they were like Congo dark. Like they were dark, yeah. dark. Or, like, or they were a pasty white girl and it looked like that fucking meme when they took a picture together. Yes. <laughs> but they should do the same thing and label the gay Marines with the rainbow flag the same way, dude. With that little stripe on there or that thing. So we all know, dude, it's your month. It's your month, dude. Could you I'm imagine? I'm celebrating you. Dude, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm celebrating you. Don't just take dude, it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. celebrating your life right now. <laughs> yeah, smear the queer would come back real quick in, in the Marine Corps, dude. But, uh, but, dude, it's I, I could could I think we are like five years away from the Marine Corps implementing that into their emblem or something along the lines into their emblem or like their equality, dude. And they're like EGA. Oh, that's gonna ooh, be. I don't know about that one. Like EGA pride flag. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I don't care, dude. I, so this is my thing with it. That's funny. That's hilarious. I hope they do. That'd be great. It's kind of like what we talked about on Reed's show. It's like, fucking do it. Like at this point, fucking do it. 
Yeah, I mean, pro- um, this progressive shit has probably turned more people away from the military than we could ever do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, 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 you know, like my thing with, like I said, like I grew up around fucking Pride, Pride Month and all that. My parents don't make a big deal out of it. They like to go to Pride festivals. I've been in, I've literally been in like on floats in Pride festivals my whole life. Like, uh, it's not that big of a deal. Pride <laughs> so is crazy. pretty fucking fun. It's just so crazy that you were in like a pride festival and then like some rapper video in your life. And then you're in the Marine Corps. <laughs> Dude, like- I'm a weird fucking guy. Like, I got it. Dude, I'm a weird fucking guy. I, I, I'm, I'm white though. So I opened up for Ash Roth. It's not like I opened up for a hood dude. He's a fucking yeah, Canadian but you're that, born. That uh, Trayvon oh, Martin shit. video. I can't remember <laughs> his name, Lose. dude. Yeah, King Los. You were. I was like, oh dude, shit, I forgot about that. Luke's done yeah, it all, dude. dude. I've I've lived a very like a very varied life. If that very makes sense. weird life, dude. Yeah, and you know I'm friends with a dude from Southern Illinois that saw three black people, and the rest of them <laughs> that he saw were in fucking uh you know prison that his dad worked at, yeah. and uh, the other friend is from North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, and he's black, but everybody, all his black friends make fun of him for being a little white, but he's not really that white. He's just a normal fucking person yeah. and has a deeper voice than goddamn Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like, and fuck, I mean, my friends, I, I also rapped and opened up for Asher Roth. I, uh, um, my girlfriend is Puerto Rican and Mexican. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm a yeah, yeah. I'm a weird fucking person, dude. And like, I get it. Like, I and it's crazy because there's a lot of people that they either grew up very Christian and they came over to this anarchy thing, or um, very uh, apolitical, agnostic, and then came over to this anarchy thing. And I grew up with my dad's side of the family being extremely Catholic, forcing me to go to uh, you know, Catholic school when I was younger, my mom not being very religious. And then as she's gotten older, still being pretty religious or at least like saying like, yeah, I believe in that shit. Like that's kind of like yeah, yeah. why, where, how I live my life and same with my stepmom too, when they're together and me just being like super fucking fuck you to religion in general, just cause I watched how my family treated each other, not my parents, not my mom's, but like the rest of my family on either side, mom or dad's side, um, treating each other based off their religious beliefs and then the people that i grew up with being fucking crazy religious too and i somehow at some point along this fucking crazy road ended up here at this weird fucking anarchy thing that kind of annoys the shit out of me sometimes especially with the <laughs> libertarian aspect and it's kind of autistic because i don't think it's ever gonna work because everybody's too fucking stupid to like just let everybody everybody be which is extremely frustrating to me, but um, I kind of come up a different way. And I think, I think that's what like with pride month and shit like that, like, I don't really give a shit about pride month. I love making fun of the corporations being completely hypocritical and fake and the United States government probably trying to enact some pride uh, legislation this fucking month. Like they always do every year, like, Oh, we need a, fucking yeah. pride float at the mayday parade or some shit yeah. like that well, for thanksgiving it's kind of annoying because like you know the idea like it, it's like 
the people that you know that are into this thing the like into like pride month and pride parades and stuff like that's something they really care about and something that they like to do yeah and, dude the pride and, parade is fucking fun it's and them, honestly fucking fun and, and you just to, get drunk the whole time and there's yeah. drugs everywhere and to them uh like i don't know that's what's what they do but then like they like these corporations and like the government just like hijack that they hijacked they, it they, they take it absolutely from and they use it for their own advantage is what they do exactly and it's and then, so annoying and then when people and when people bring up exactly what you did right there then the gay people or the people that are involved in pride and th- things like that they think that you're attacking them and it's like bro i don't give a fuck that you're gay i don't give yeah. a fuck that you have a pride month like if the government didn't announce that it was pride month the pride stuff still happens during yeah. this month like in all the cities just at separate times like that's always just kind of how it's been they're like this is when we're going to celebrate pride it's going to be fucking june every year yeah it's a great time to travel people's kids are out because most of these people have fucking kids like if you go to a pride festival it's not these weird ass fucking you know um like the craziness of college i'm extremely flamboyant fucking uh you know college kids that are going to pride month it's people that have been fucking gay for 40 years have two yeah. kids one that served in the marine corps one that's fucking 13 years old or eight years old because she they decided to have another kid once they got they finally were able to be married and like be an actual family and those are the people that go to pride month those are the fucking people yeah yeah like for the most part it's a giant party and then you have people in their fucking 30s doing fucking drugs because the fucking gay scene is a giant party scene still, which I fucking enjoy. It's a good time. Yeah. And it's just sad. It's well, it's just like anything like they like they like when you watch these now looking back, like, you know, when I was growing up, it was all about like pride for the veterans and like American pride. And you kind of realize that's now, the real fucking gayness right there. <laughs> yeah. And and it was like that. That's what, you know, that's what we bought into. That's what we cared about when we were like growing up, when I was growing up and stuff. And that probably had a major effect on me and my life decision joining the Marine Corps. And then you realize that it's just something that they're buying into. That's just the way to like either appease to the regime or to, uh, I don't, I don't like, I don't know, probably to appease the regime as in like, you know, the media pushes the war and then all these corporations adopt whatever bullshit that they're supposed to a bullshit and push on the American people. And it just sucks for like the left in a lot of ways, because all their stuff is being hijacked right now by the corporations. And they turn it. And the worst thing is, dude, is they turn it into like some corporation bullshit. Like it's not even like it's like some vanilla version of it. And I it's or like what it actually means in anything like they tainted it because they took it over and like that it's all really superficial started. yeah it's just it's just tokens they're just tossing out tokens to these people like oh we're like robbing you on a daily basis but enjoy your month <laughs> like yeah and that's and that's what like i think we talked about this during the covid shit a lot like when it was like big lockdown time um where it was like people aren't getting out and talking to each other anymore like we always talked about battle how a large majority of it's like pretty leftist yeah. and uh and like a lot a lot of the people that we were around were pretty leftist and we were just like yo like but we all got along and they thought our even they like 
enjoyed the jokes and thought they were pretty funny. But when they yeah. see them on Twitter, separated from the person that they don't know, it, it's not funny, right? Like, like that's kind of how they would take it. Like, it's not funny to them. But yeah. when I'm saying it right in front of their face and they see the smile on my face or, you know, the sly look or something like that, it's it's a joke. It's funny. Like it's they understand that it's funny, too. Like and we lost like I think COVID. The whole COVID shit just. Everybody was saying that because Donald Trump got elected, there was a big divide in the country. And you could say that there was, but the COVID shit just put the fucking splint down the middle of it. Just knocked a straight, knocked it straight through. And these people, like, I think the left, I think the right sees it now because of exactly what you said, how these corporations use the veteran card and things like that. And, you know, supported the vets for uh, every May and every November, they, they had a fucking veteran day sale or Memorial day sale. And And the whole month, they still do it, but it was like the whole month was dedicated to that. Yeah. It was big. Yeah. It was big. And usually it was more the May because November has Thanksgiving and things like that. But, every every may and every november you'd have just like a big deal about vets and they would change fuck the baseball teams and the football teams and the uh nfl teams they all have their fucking marpat jerseys and marpat hats and shit like that they did the same thing and then you've watched the right grow to be like wow they're using this shit to fucking use us Mm -hmm. and the left is in the middle of that and they haven't had that happen the same way before at least in my lifetime, they haven't. Maybe it's happened before, and this is a general swing back and forth, just like everything else is. Maybe well, I but, think maybe the maybe like the Iraq War and the um, like the 2008 crash was big for the left because they were the ones they were really pro. I mean, it was probably the most protested war. On well, the I just, I just, and I just more it did meant, nothing, but <laughs> yeah, I just more meant uh, the corporations using them. Oh, to yeah. further their policy where all these corporations use the Marpat and the shit like that to yeah. make themselves look good for the right because the right was winning. And yeah. then <clears throat> right when it switched, and I guess you could use Obama's term, like that's when it kind of started happening to the left more. And it didn't really happen under Trump because there was always an undertow of the left probably winning yeah. again um, after Trump, just because Trump was so divisive, but the corporations in the United States, federal government as i mean that's even they decided going they back to like, the right yeah they going didn't back to the right they well, used the, the fucking flyovers and things like that that didn't happen before they didn't have the giant grandstanding of the the american flag rolled out before nfl football games and they didn't have this giant grandstanding thing until until the war until the wars in yeah. 2002 and things like that they didn't do that shit And then it was hijacked. Their beliefs were hijacked by the United States government to fill a need of more power. And then when Obama came in, this whole propagandized leftist, um, uh, you know, uh, drag reading and at, at schools and fucking all this other shit that goes along with it. And I'm not saying that these things I like, honestly, to me, like, I don't think that a lot of these things are inherently bad. I don't think that, you know, a drag queen coming and reading to the schools is inherently bad. 
if she's dressed up in a way that's extremely provocative that a woman sh- wouldn't be allowed in the school wearing, then yeah, I think that's kind of fucking crazy. But if they're in a fucking pantsuit looking like Hillary goddamn Clinton, then who gives a shit? Like, I don't like, you know, like, I just think, I think we lose some of that. But during the whole early part of the 2000s, the left hated the right because they were like, you guys are just getting all the love from the corporations and the corporations are robbing us blind and you guys don't see that they're using you. And it's the same thing that's happening now with the left. It's whatever culture is being pushed on the other, then the other culture kind of becomes like rebellious. Oh, absolutely. Like right now, the right is pretty rebellious. And I mean, the corporations and all of them and all the the entity the made like the government the universities the corporations are all on the left side right now so there's a lot of this like left like they feel like they're kind of winning like you know yeah and they're comfortable over there because you know i mean to be a i don't know a descendant from that is bad i mean look what they do to like lefties that descend from them they fucking toss them to the side and they basically become right wing i mean you talk to any people any regular person they will just think that person's right wing look at tulsi gabbard perfect example yeah glenn greenwald he gets called right wing all the time and he's clearly not at all yeah joe rogan like they call like they call Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, um, Tim Pool, and all these people like traditionally came from like left wing side. Like they're probably working like five years ago, they were considered liberals, like standard liberal. And that's what they, they do. Would have been the, they would have been the snowflakes Trump talked about during his campaign. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And I don't, that's it's just amazing how they, and, and then it sucks too because like these cultural things is like what's much more important to people and a lot of times it's like a huge distraction i think because it's just like now we're fighting over you know what's the best like we're fighting over like what should be talked in school but now we're not being talked about like okay maybe we should like get rid of the school so now we're going to debate over what should be taught in the school instead of debating over like well maybe we just get rid of these public schools altogether and that's how they kind of like keep people I think people trapped in these like dimensions where it's just like one dimensional. There's only like two options. Do we teach this? Do we not? And instead of like, well, how about abolish or the same thing with like gun control, the debate always goes to, Oh, we need to abolish or not uh, more gun control. We need more gun control to stop these mass shootings. The debate's not about anything else. It always becomes that when there's like, well, why aren't we having a mass debate about what the police should have done? in that situation like you'll hear a lot of that on the right people i mean i don't know i don't really listen to a lot of left-wing people so maybe they're talking about it but right-wing people are certainly talking about that but the main debate what we see on like congress on tv and stuff is like should we have more gun control and it's like well once it's going to that level like you're already losing because they're debating about something that you don't want to happen i don't know if that made sense yeah no, I, it does make sense. And I think you're right where it's, dude, I'm, I'm going to pull it up if if my computer lets me, but it's uh, Thomas Massey talking to uh, Nadler from the representative oh. from New York. Mm-hmm. God damn, it's beautiful because this is, if I could show everybody, if I could get everybody, if I could sit down and show this to people when I'm talking to them and then like have the chance to, explain what is happening like in this conversation 
it would be like, I feel like everybody would be like, yeah, fuck the United States government. Like, it doesn't matter how left you are. Like, if I could get them to truly understand what is happening in this fucking thing. It's amazing. Thomas Massey did a phenomenal job uh, while he was there, uh, while they were talking about this gun debate. Um, is it a clip? I must, I've watched like a few, but I don't think I've seen this one you're talking about. Yeah, it's a clip. I'll, uh, I'm going to pull it up here. Yeah, that's uh, another thing, dude. It's always like, it's so annoying. Even if like, uh, even say you are a lefty and you do want gun control, like it's always after a tragedy that we <laughs> that we get that yeah. we like that's when it comes. We're not gonna talk about the fucking you know record breaking numbers of people buying guns over COVID the last fucking yeah two years, and a lot of those being lefties in um, left held states. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And it's and like the gun debate. Is, I think the gun debate was like over after the summer of 2020. Like it's oh, just, yeah. it's done. We're done. We're not doing this anymore. Like I'm not. No, we had basically sanctioned riots by the United States government. We're not doing this anymore. Yeah. All right. I I think I found it. So let's uh, pull it up here. Uh, let me know if you can hear it when i press play gotta move my shit all right here we go oh i can't hear it how do i fucking do this fucking what's his face did it cole did it on my podcast on this fucking thing um but i can't do it remote control this is stupid (laughs) mute my audio but my background he had a thing that said share audio. I can't even pause this shit right now. What the fuck? Oh, I don't understand. Pause share. Let's see. Oh, share sound. I found it. All right, here we go. Sorry about that. Maybe. Can you hear a typo? No? No. My video is paused. Okay. We're not fucking editing this out in post. Fuck you. Share. Resume share. Play. This is fucking bullshit. 16 for driving oh, no, in some states. You can recognize uh, mm-hmm. uh, 21 for drinking. Um, so we recognize different ages for different purposes. That's, that's all I want to say. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Could I have a second to engage that? Certainly. Would, I'll would, yield to the gentleman from Kentucky. Would, would the chairman join me in co-sponsoring? bill to raise the draft age to 21 no and but the chairman feels that their brains aren't fully formed at 18 19 and 20 the 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 research does indicate that in certain respects but the selective service uh, needs i mean if 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 the country needs people needs people it needs people whose brains aren't fully formed in certain respects yes Uh, i yield back (laughs) 
We recognize. <laughs> That's good, dude. I, don't, I did not. What see a savage! That. What a savage! Right? Yeah. I mean, that's a very good point. And you could do the same thing with like the voting age too. Like they, yeah. if we're going to, okay, we're going to do this game. Like if they're not fully functioning, how can they, how can they, if they don't have a fully functioning brain, how can they participate in our democracy? How can they go yes. fight in a war if they can't own a gun back at home? Yeah. And that's, that's the fucking thing where it's like, I mean, he, he lays it out perfect. He sets him up and expecting him to not, not yeah. fall into the trap. And Nadler because he's who he is, can't not help but fall into the trap. And, and see, like, you can see him and you can hear it in his voice where he realizes, like, I'm going to sound really bad, but I'm still going to say it. And he, yeah. he sits there and says, like, if your country needs you, if the country needs bodies or however he words it, but he's like, if the country needs people, then it needs people. And he's and then <laughs> Massey right at the end there he's like even if their brains aren't fully functioned and he's like if that may be the case then yes and it's like yeah so what like you're just cannon fodder you don't get any rights but if we need you we're gonna take you like you yeah. if if we need you we don't care what you want to do with your life if we need you to go lay down your life somewhere else in a foreign place where we need oil or we need the political fucking power or any of those things. If we need you there, we're going to send you. And it doesn't matter how much we vote everywhere else saying that you are not a fully functioning human being. Um, and you, because your brain's not fully formed and you can't make the, the practical or the, um, correct decision because your brain's not fully formed we can still use you in the United States military to go die and kill other people. Um, as long as we need you, then it's okay. Yeah. You can't, you can't execute any of your constitutional rights, but we can send you to war. <laughs> it's, it's just like, well, you can go murder makes, people for us. Yeah. We can give you a gun, but you can't buy one yourself. It's, it's yeah. just, it's really ridiculous. And, that's, and honestly, that's how they look at us. It's like we're not responsible enough to be able to handle this these these damn rights. They're like, what are these things oh. you talk about? Rights? Get out of and here. And it's still just men. Still just men. Selective service. Really? I looked it up. They voted on it. And when we talked about it on our episode, it was only the House. It didn't pass the Senate. Oh, I didn't know that. So it's still only men. They have to sign up. I was trying. I was explaining this to my girlfriend last night because she knew about it, but she didn't. Most people don't know the specifics about it, and it's like, yeah. I was like, men have to sign up for it, and if they don't sign up for it, they won't. For the most part, usually they won't get arrested as long as there's not a draft. But you can't get financial aid. You can't get mm -hmm. uh, access to housing loans or home loans of any of that nature. It's extremely difficult for you to get business loans. Um, any kind of uh, you know, service from the government that you need to get, uh, you, you won't get, and you'll be given a hard time for the rest of your fucking life because you're a draft dodger or this, that, or the other. And you didn't even drop a draw, dodge a draft. You just yeah. didn't do the American thing. Yeah, dude, it's pretty ridiculous. And I just don't understand. Like, it's always like, it's like, they always have nothing, you know, they always use just emotion. 
right? They're just using emotion when they talk about these things. I mean, it is pretty emotional what happened in Texas, but they always just use that, dude. And it's so annoying how quick it happened, too. Like, the bodies aren't even cold yet. And they're, like, trying to get their bill passed. To try to, like, yeah. take take people's guns away. Like, Did you so... see the... Uh, did you see... Sorry. Did you see the, uh, the journalist that... Uh, went to the funeral and was trying to record. Yes. And there was the biker gang that's always there. And I'm not saying that the biker gang's right. They invoked the police. The the woman did, of course. Invoked the police saying that that's why they were there. To help the police out. And it's like, it doesn't matter why the biker gang is there. They're just not letting you in. I understand to a public area. I get it. I fucking understand. But it's like, let's have some fucking human decency. Yes. If fucking when John McCain died, they had a giant funeral here in Phoenix and you and I didn't go and record John McCain's funeral. And it's not even because I had public. Well, first off, I didn't want to go anyways. I didn't give a shit even if it was to sit there and yell shit about John McCain, even if it was the truth. I'm just not going to do that. There's a family mourning. Is that going to get people to my side? Is that really going to get people to my side? Or is that going to alienate people more to what I believe in? It's going to alienate them more because they're going to be like, fuck that guy. He's a giant fucking cunt. And I'd agree with them. And that reporter, giant fucking cunt. Yeah. How dare you? Parents, like when they're mourning their child, like, like it's not even like, obviously there's like a time period. I don't know what the time period is, but it shouldn't be at the funeral. Like that's their time. It's definitely not at the funeral. Yeah, it's, it's just if not. there's <laughs> it's if there's if there's not. and like I get it. We make jokes at horrible times like that's kind of our thing. And I think there's a in my opinion, I think that there's fucking a difference. The best time for a 9-11 joke was the day it happened. Like, I get it. I get that there's I'm not I'm not in these people's faces telling or like recording their biggest traumatic, you know, experience yeah experience you know like i like you can get mad at me all you want for you know saying the jokes that i do or uh just saying some of the things that we say but i'm i'm not this reporter at a funeral trying to record the family's grief for the entire world to see like there's a difference like there's a clear obvious difference and i mean what if what if it was what if those bikers weren't bikers and they were Members of the family would he have, would that reporter have reacted the same? I think he would. I think he would have reacted yeah. exactly the same. I don't think it would have mattered. Yeah, he tried to make it seem like the bikers were the ones that were the problem. Like they're not letting me into a public event. Like, yeah, dude. I mean, sure. I guess it's a public event, but you're there like doing your job, and no one wants you to do your job there right now. Like that is just yeah. Weird. And I don't. I don't really know how. Um, like cemeteries work. Like I feel like they're private property, but they could be public. I don't really know how that works, but still like, I, I it's like, you're a fucking cock. You're going to sit there and record that. Even if you're not going to ask them questions, like, let's say you're like honestly going just to record. It's like, how, why do you get to record a family? Like, it's just like, yeah. I'm not saying that the government needs the, to be involved. Yeah. Are they going to put it on the newspaper? going to put it on the front yeah. page? Hey, there's me yeah. crying. Cause my son died. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, I'm not saying that there should be a law, but I think that if people do not allow you in and aren't very, for, they're not, they weren't forceful. 
The only yeah. time they, they got forceful was when they both bumped into each other. And don't get me wrong, I think the bikers were kind of acting like bitches. Oh, that's assault. You just assaulted me. I was like, I don't I don't play that shit. I think that's kind of fucking stupid. Like I'm not gonna call assault on something that I'm trying somebody's trying to move forward while I'm standing in their way. I'm not gonna be like, Oh, that's assault. We need to call the cops over here. Like that's kind of a stupid fucking thing in my opinion. But at the same time, I'm gonna stand in your fucking way. And what you do about it is what you do about it. And what I do about what you're doing about it is what I do about it. And I'm ready for that. Like, I'm I'm okay for the consequences of those actions. Are you? Because I don't know if a lot of these people are. And I think there's, I think that's like a big thing that people aren't getting is that you can disagree with things that are going on or things that are happening right in front of you. But it's like, what are you going to do about it? And are you in this whole libertarian sphere... It's like when you react to the things that are happening in a specific way, are you going to call for the government to protect you and being able to react that way? Or are you going to accept the consequences of acting that way? Like that's a big fucking thing. And there's a big difference between both of those things. Yeah. yeah if that I makes think... sense. I don't know if that makes sense. I kind of talked in a circle there. but Yeah, I just think that the, the journalist is fucking filth. And, uh, yeah. that's pretty, I just think, I don't know. I, I'm tired. I mean, it kind of happened today where like some dude tweeted one of our, like kind of like our mutuals in our cam Harler harmless. Yeah. in our like Twitterverse, uh, he made it a joke and it's on the new, it's on the cover of the New York post article right now. I fucking because, love it. And like all he did, well, honestly, I don't think it was really him. That's the story. It's because some other journalists retweeted it and that's main story. But it's just so insane that like a but journalist the joke is fucking... saw, yeah. But that journalist just saw some tweet and like, I need to write an article about this. <laughs> like, and what? it's a, it's it's literally like, in my opinion, I don't understand what the problem is with this joke. I'll read the joke out loud for everybody because, I mean, maybe it's because I'm or you and I are both desensitized to this fucking thing, but this isn't a bad, bad fucking joke. The joke is, let's see, I have it right here, nope, that's not it. Alright, so his name is Cam Harless. The joke is, every girl is bi. You just have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. That's an old joke. I just saw that on TikTok. I bet you he saw the same TikTok I did, and it was a guy saying it on TikTok. In his stand-up special, yeah, and he re- and he and he tweeted it out because it's it's kind of funny. It's fucking funny, and the whole thing is, uh, Washington Post, Felicia Sonmez, fucking weird ass last name, blast colleague David Weagle. It's her colleague. He works at the fucking Washington Post too. Call blast colleague David Weagle for retweeting sexist joke. He didn't even comment on it. He didn't do anything. He retweeted it, and she screenshotted that she saw it because he retweeted it. Yep. And then called him out about it. Yep. And was like, oh, this is what we're allowed to do at the Washington Post? This is a conniving cunt. That's yes. what I call that. Like, this bitch wants David's job because obviously David has more of a sense of humor than she does. And she's obviously a fucking white woman, so she doesn't know what funny is when it smacks her in the fucking face. But yeah. it's just insane. Like I, like you tweeted, you sent that to us. I saw it a little bit earlier, 
but you sent that to to Cole and I, and I was like, I honestly don't see what's sexist about this joke. Like, because it's about women. Like, I can't make a joke with a woman in it at all. Like, what yeah. is what is the standard at this point in time, dude? It's it's pretty ridiculous. But this is what I'm, this is what I'm talking about. Just with like these journalists, dude. Is they're not like they're not they're like, not real fucking people. They're not real people with like they don't. They're not, I don't know, their their problems are, like, mean tweets, where, like, poor people's is, like, I'm getting fucked at gas right now. So when your problems are, like, pain at the pump, a lot more jokes are acceptable. But when your problem is a mean tweet, that's the worst thing that happened in your world, you know, like, your humor is probably pretty dry, pretty lame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, well, here's another journalist. I retweeted her because she's a dumb fucking bitch, too. But uh, it was off that video that we were talking about. If you look at Julian Gill, um, it's him. He's like, several members of this biker club, Guardians of the Children, just followed, blocked, and surrounded me as I tried to approach the cemetery to meet a photographer. One member says they're working with police. They asked us to be here. And so it's like them talking. It's a video. And then there's a journalist, Tara, quotations, Poem. I can't even say that fucking last name. Says Pansky. See where she works out. On the ground video journalist, independent reporter, political commentator, subscribe. She has a YouTube channel nobody gives a fuck about. Um, she comments on his post and says, Hey, Julian, I just left Evalde. Thanks for continuing to work on the scene. It's a shame, it's a shame they are treating journal- journalists like this. It is not necessary. We aren't the enemy and are there to share the community's story to the world. And so I just quote tweeted it because I was like, this is a fucking dumb bitch. No, Tara, you are all the enemy. And these people, <laughs> these people are like, this person is the fucking enemy of the people. Like, I don't yes. care who you are. Independent. I bet you she sells all of her work to fucking CNN. I can just imagine it. Um, Just looking at her or, you know, NBC. Like, what's her? Poland Daily is on her uh whatever the cover art or whatever for her Twitter, her background of her Twitter is Poland daily. So like, I don't give a, I don't, I don't even understand why she's commenting at all. Um, but it just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I don't see how these people are so far removed from society. It bothers the hell out of me. And I wish like, to be honest, it's probably not even like it bothers me. I'm jealous that these people are so far removed from yes. reality that that I I can only look at them as malicious actors instead mm-hmm. of ubiquitous fucking naive people. Like yeah. I can only think of them as malicious and detrimental to society. Yeah, their little bubble whatever it is where your biggest problems are like tweets and people not letting you into funerals for dead kids. Then like, I wish, I wish that was my biggest problems, dude. I, yeah. I wish, I wish that was my problems. <laughs> like I, I wish I didn't have to keep like trying to figure out like how the collapse is going to happen. Or just like how, like, I don't know. How am I going to like buy a house? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's what I'm kind of think like my, my, like, I don't, I want to buy a house. How do I do that? 
might be like someone tweets something like even if it's at me and it's mean it's like ah, who cares dude <laughs> like i don't <laughs> usually i'm like that oh, that's kind of funny that's uh, probably true <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's probably uh, this, right this guy's a nazi yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> but not this, this guy hates gay people <laughs> nah maybe yeah it's possible we'll <laughs> yeah i don't know i just think the whole thing's fucking insane and journalists should be treated with you know the six foot rule you keep them away from you they should be treated like the grinch like covid <laughs> yeah you should, be, you should treat them like they have covid yeah. only them like just treat them like they have covid yes. and just just watch them implode because they yeah the reason Get why they're journalists because they want to be center of attention yeah they suck dude like yeah. they are the worst <laughs> well i know you have to go do your dad's podcast i probably took you longer than we were supposed to but go check out typo on uh the unbeaten path podcast with his father um should be a good one and typo and i will be on um what's his unfit face statement unfit, unfit statesman. statesman yeah the unfit statesman uh will be on his podcast tomorrow i don't know when it comes out um but go check him out obviously we'll share it on our on our Twitters and on the main podcast Twitter, probably on the uh, the uh, Instagram and shit like that. Um, so go check us out on there. Uh, I don't have anything else. Typo, do you? Um, go check out our merch. It's Spirit of Resistance. Like he's got a <laughs> bunch of good stuff, and he hassled me a little bit at Childerberg. So go he's go. Like, you guys got to promote that more. Go check out our merch. There was a few people buying the bullet shirts. It was cool. And a couple people with hats. That was cool. It makes so, us feel good. Makes me feel great. I took a picture with yeah. a- Anarchy and Weights because he had her shirt on. <laughs> it was cool. nice. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, go check out our merch. Go check us out on Unfit Statesman and typo on Unbeaten Path Pod Podcast. It's pod on Twitter, but podcast. Um, what are you guys talking about today? Do you know? Childeberg. Just a recap. Oh, nice. Cool. Well, they're doing a Childerberg cute recap so you can hear all the ins and outs and fun stories from that. Uh, That's the fucking shit show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We fucking out.